Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. This year's college football champion will be one of these eight teams. There are three teams from the SEC that are still alive to win the national title. Alabama, Georgia, and Auburn. Auburn could still win the national title, and you know what? I don't even know that I believe it's even crazy to make that argument right now because the way they played against Georgia, it looks like Auburn might well beat Alabama in two weeks in the Iron Bowl down in on the plains at Auburn. Now, you remember if you watch the Alabama and Auburn game, there have been a ton of crazy endings in this game over the years. And that line now, if you are an Alabama fan, you are now just a three-point favorite over Auburn in this game. So, I mean, that that's moved close to a coin flip game between Alabama and Auburn. Alabama on the road against Auburn in two weeks. If Auburn beats Alabama and then they would advance and they beat Georgia again in the SEC title game, then 11-2 Auburn would be in the playoff. And I think there's probably a good chance that 11-1 Alabama would also be in the playoff. Alabama, obviously, if they went out 13-0, would be in the playoff. I think Georgia, if Georgia, you know, they basically had a mulligan game here against Auburn. If they bounce back and beat Kentucky and they beat Georgia Tech, then I think Georgia, if they beat Alabama or Auburn, would also be in the playoff for sure. So there are three teams from the SEC that are still alive. Alabama, Georgia, and Auburn. From the Big 12, there's one team, and it's Oklahoma. Now, this is you guys go back and listen to the tape. I told you that the idea that the Big 12 needed a conference title game was, in my opinion, incorrect. That the Big 12 would lose as many playoff bids 
as it would win by having a conference title game. And what you're going to see is exactly what I said. If Oklahoma beats Kansas, which they will by a, a, a ton of points, Kansas is awful, and then if they can beat West Virginia in the final week of the season, then Oklahoma at 11-1 and would be the only one-loss team in the Big 12, and they would be your undisputed Big 12 champ. Instead, Oklahoma is going to have to go to the Big 12 title game and probably play TCU again. If they're going to play TCU again, then what in the world is the, does the Big 12 have to gain from their Big 12 title game? The only thing that can happen is Oklahoma can lose and potentially cost itself a spot in the playoff. Oklahoma at 11-2 and two is likely your only Big 12 team that can make the playoff. In the ACC, you have got undefeated Miami, who likely will finish 11-0. All they have to do is beat Virginia and win at Pittsburgh, going up against Clemson, who probably will be 11-1, although that road game against Will Muschamp, South Carolina Gamecocks, not going to be that easy. South Carolina and Will Muschamp have had a fantastic second year there, 5-3 and three in the SEC in year two for Will Muschamp. Gets to eight wins, has a chance to get to nine wins if they could pull off the upset over Clemson to finish the season. And then in the Big Ten, Wisconsin at 13-0 and is in. Wisconsin has got their first decent contest of the season, really, unless you want to count Iowa, uh, as they host Michigan this weekend. And then Ohio State is floating around out there, the team that will not die, the villain that can't be killed, Needs another bullet potentially to the head just to be sure that they are not there for one last scare. That is the teams, the eight teams that are still alive in theory to make the college football playoff. What would need to happen, for instance, for Ohio State to advance to the college football playoff? Well, I think this is what would have to happen. Ohio State has the slimmest of possible paths. Uh, They would need, Ohio State would, Alabama to win out and eliminate Auburn and Georgia. They would need Oklahoma to win out because Oklahoma has the head-to-head over Ohio State. They would need Miami to beat Clemson and finish undefeated. And then, arguably, two-loss Ohio State would be the overall four seed to make the playoff and become the first team with two losses to make the playoff. Now, I don't think Ohio State remotely deserves an opportunity to be in the playoff. They gave up 55 points on the road to Iowa. They lost by 15 at home to Oklahoma. So I think, at least in general, uh, that Ohio State, they have to draw that perfect run again. Alabama has to win out. Oklahoma has to win out. And Miami has to win out. There's still a possibility, guys, we could end up with two SEC and two ACC. Uh, There are a lot of different... uh, parameters and permutations still to be filled out here before we know exactly what the college football playoff is going to look like but that is your eight team down the stretch college football playoff picture be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weeknights at 11 p.m eastern 8 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app there are so many guys who end up head coaches in college football that if they weren't head coaches, they would be making $45,000 a year as a gym teacher. 
That's the, the there is such a huge gap. There, like Nick Saban, for example. If Nick Saban were not a college football coach, he would be a multimillionaire in business somewhere, probably, because the process that he applies to football would work everywhere. He's an intelligent man who would succeed in many different disciplines. Butch Jones not a smart man. Butch Jones is a dumb guy. And from the moment I met Butch Jones, I could tell that he was a used car salesman, that he was not intelligent. I've told this story, but he's taken us on a tour of the new University of Tennessee facilities. And when you get to the bench presses, you get to the bench press machine at the new University of Tennessee facility, and they have put the bench presses right beside the juice bar. And they have a juice bar literally in the gym. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. If you guys go to a gym, probably a good chance that there's a juice bar somewhere near your gym. And Butch Jones goes on and on about how amazing that juice bar is and how the guys can go straight from doing a bench press to getting a, uh, to getting a smoothie. And he goes on and on. You know, like, you know, you finish the bench press, and then you're right over here, and then you can go get a banana kale smoothie. Or you can go get a, uh, you know, like a, a mango and, a, uh, and an orange and an apple smoothie all mixed together. Think about the recovery. Think about how much better your muscles are going to be. And I remember sitting there listening to him go on and on about this damn juice bar. And it's led to one of my catchphrases that I use in my own kids, I use in my own life. Don't juice bar me, bro. I would encourage you guys to use it too. Whenever somebody is trying to sell you something that you know is total crap, and I was sitting there like, is this juice bar going to beat Nick Saban? Because that's what you're trying to do here at Tennessee, right? You're trying to put together a team and an infrastructure and a program that is solid enough to beat the most dominant dynasty in the history of college football. And if you think this effing juice bar is going to beat Nick Saban, I got another thing for you. And the other thing that Butch Jones obsessed with was urine color. I mean, I'm not kidding about this. Like, you go into the bathrooms at the University of Tennessee, and there was a chart for what like what color urine you're, what you, you have. And this was an obsession for Butch Jones. He's walking around at practice talking about what color urine everybody has. And I'm like, my God, this guy is such a freaking idiot. Just not a smart man. Not a smart man at all. I'm so glad he's fired. And if I were a program and I my team ever considered hiring Butch Jones again, I would like run the opposite direction. Not a smart man. Not a like in any way a guy who would make anything. The fact that he made millions of dollars a year is an indictment of college football in general. This guy should be making fifty thousand dollars a year as a mediocre high school gym coach in Hoboken. Now more power to him, I guess, for having the IQ of a of a ladybug and somehow finding the way to make uh, millions of dollars as a college football coach, but. I'm so glad that he's gone. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. How big of a liar is Martellus Bennett? Says that the Packer doctor is a fraud because he's saying that he thinks maybe Martellus Bennett can play. And then he gets released by the uh, Packers because he's basically saying that he wants to have season-ending injury sorry, season-ending surgery because of his injury. And then as soon as he gets released by the Packers, he signs with the Patriots. And as Jeff Schwartz, who will join us on Wednesday, points out, he wasn't even playing with a shoulder protective harness in last night's game 
for the Patriots. Which of the Bennett brothers is a bigger liar? Do you feel like Michael Bennett, who lied about the Las Vegas police racial profiling him, or Martellus Bennett, who, Martellus Bennett, who lied about the police, sorry, who lied about the doctor at Green Bay and about his own health situation to get his way out of Green Bay? Which one is a bigger liar? That is the poll question that is up on Twitter right now. And Michael Bennett is running away with it. Michael Bennett, who lied about the Las Vegas Police Department, 77% of you saying that he is the biggest liar. 23% of you voting that Martellus Bennett is the biggest liar. Do you guys agree with the poll results so far, Jason Martin, that Michael Bennett is the bigger liar in this situation? Yeah, because the stakes were much higher. Because the lie itself was so much more damaging. Like, yes, I know what Martellus Bennett did was ridiculous, but it's about football. This other thing is way beyond the pale. That I would have expected the poll to be in that direction, certainly, and maybe even be more dominant in favor of Michael Bennett. But what Michael Bennett chose to lie about is why it's far more egregious to me than anything Martellus Bennett did about the NFL. And it's still amazing to me that nobody in the media calls him on this at all. And in fact, that he got praised for standing up for Veterans Day weekend. People are like, oh, look at look at Michael Bennett. What a, what a stand-up guy. Now he's standing up instead of sitting for the national anthem. I mean, the media, in many respects, I, I know people go after like the, the, the media that covers politics and serious things in this country, but the sports media as a group is filled with the biggest collection of pussy willows you've ever met in your life that they never come out and in any way, other than me. Like, there's almost no one in the media that has called out Michael Bennett for basically entirely making up a racial incident with the Las Vegas police and calling two Hispanic guys and one black guy at the Las Vegas Police Department racist. And almost nobody called him on it. You can go through, like, almost nobody wrote an article about it. I'm one of the only people who's willing to do it. It's, it's amazing to me. Also out in L.A., Robert, are you with us too, that, that Michael Bennett is by far the worst of the Bennett brothers when it comes to lying? Uh, I wouldn't go by far only because uh, Michael Bennett is still maintaining what he said is true. Martellus Bennett, uh, <laughs> I mean, he didn't even go, what, 24 hours before he kind of like, yeah, you're right, I wasn't really telling the truth there. Uh, if you don't know this story, Martellus Bennett playing for the Green Bay Packers said that basically – the Green Bay Packer doctor was throwing him. He threw the Green Bay Packer doctor under the bus, said that he wasn't giving accurate uh, medical diagnoses, that he that all, all these awful things about the doctor, which honestly, if you are going to attack somebody, attacking a doctor for his medical viability in terms of his, his reliability and his honesty is probably the worst thing you can do about a doctor, right? Because ultimately, all a doctor has to sell is two things, his judgment which is, what is wrong with you? How can I help you uh, be better? And the honesty of that judgment. In other words, that's really all you pay for when you pay for a doctor. You pay for his skill and or judgment in analyzing your malady, your sickness. Can he help you get better? And then also the honesty of his analysis. And to attack a doctor's honesty when it comes to diagnosing the health of a patient is really the worst thing you can do to a doctor. So to go public like he did and then to be a liar like he was, I mean, that was a, a flagrant assault. I mean, on some level, I almost feel like the Green Bay Packer doctor should file a lawsuit against Martellus Bennett 
and attack him for damages, sue him for damages, because that was undeniably not positive for his uh, viability in the larger arena as a, as a doctor to have a lie told about you. Well, here's Martellus Bennett explaining how miraculously, despite the fact that he had said he was not going to be able to play again because of a shoulder injury, he was able to suit up a few days later for the New England Patriots. It's not about could you play, it's should you play. You know, it was one of those things. So um, right now, just it. That's the answer. That's the sports media going after Martellus Bennett for throwing a doctor under the bus for lying about him, and he still couldn't even explain himself. I mean, just a total joke. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. I would love to see Twitter's reaction if John Gruden takes the Tennessee job. Because I think a lot of these, like, I will just say this, that the big boosters at Tennessee are making a move to try to get John Gruden. Is it possible that John Gruden is using the University of Tennessee to leverage another job or to leverage more money? Yes, certainly. That's always possible. I believe that John Gruden is legitimately in the mix. I think there are a lot of big-dollar boosters at Tennessee that believe John Gruden is the answer to all of their problems, that he can come back and return Tennessee football to glory, it's a top 10 historical program that over the last decade or so has not been very good. People out there say, oh, and this goes for any job, by the way. People say, oh, why would so-and-so take that job? That team sucks. Well, the people who make comments like that are typically pretty dumb. When Nick Saban took over Alabama, Alabama had been awful for much of the last 15 years. People said, and you could go back and you could read, and we could pull up tons of columns in 2005 and 2006 talking about how Alabama football was done how Alabama football was never going to be good again, how the pressure of that job was such that nobody wanted it. From 1992, when Gene Stallings won a national championship at Alabama, all the way up until Nick Saban took that job in 2006, Alabama, by and large, for most of that 14 years, was very mediocre to bad. They were about where Tennessee is for the last decade, except a longer period of not being very good. That's the truth. And so in college football, you can turn it around in a hurry if you get the right coach. And I think John Gruden is the right coach. People disagree with me out there. There is right now, the poll question is up. Uh, 58% of you uh, with thousands of votes rolling in. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis. 58% of you say that he is not going to come to Tennessee. But think about what Twitter would have been like if it had existed when Nick Saban was being pursued by Alabama when Urban Meyer was being pursued by Ohio State, when Jim Harbaugh was being pursued by Michigan, I would say the last three major big-time hires in college football, and that's what I would say those three were. Harbaugh to Michigan, Saban to Alabama, and Urban Meyer to Ohio State were three of the best slow-moving kind of directions I'm trying to think how to phrase this. It was there was so much smoke surrounding those three decisions for a long time. And what do people constantly say? Oh, it's not going to happen. You're full of it. There's no truth to this. All this stuff, right? And then it ends up happening. I would say it's a lot like that right now with John Gruden in Tennessee. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I got to give it up to the U. I haven't believed in him. 
I was wrong. You was right. Throw up the sign. It's time for the U to be back. I love Mark Richt. I don't, of all the coaches right now, I would love Mark Rick to win a national championship. I really would. I think he's a great dude. I think he's put in his time. He's been close a bunch of years. Can you imagine anything more Georgia than them firing Mark Rick and him winning a championship at Miami two years later? Meanwhile, Georgia still can't get it done. I like to say that Georgia is the ultimate almost team. The, the, the phrase georgia I've made uh, popular. Like, when you think everything is going perfect, then you find suddenly a way to choke and lose, even though you should win. That's georgia You can make it happen in your own life. You think you're about to take home that girl from the bar, and next thing you know, your drunk roommate says something inappropriate to one of her friends, and she bails. Your buddy Georgia did it at the bar. If you are uh, driving and you uh, look down to check a text message, and as a result, you rear in the car in front of you, you just georgia it. You're on your way out. Everything's going great. You happen to look down for a minute at your phone. You rear in the car in front of you. Boom, you just georgia it. You can make it happen in your own life. Georgiaing is a thing. Be the ultimate Georgia move possible if Mark Rick, the coach they fired for not being able to win a national championship, takes over the job at Miami and goes and wins a national championship there. It would be the ultimate Georgia move if Georgia played Miami for the national championship and Mark Rick beat Kirby Smart. Because then, (laughs) I mean, really, if you follow Georgia football at all, that would be the ultimate Georgia football story possible. They right there on the precipice, you think, man, we're going to win this championship. We got this in the bag. And then they lose to the coach they fired because he couldn't win a championship. That is the ultimate Georgia move. Uh, So Georgia uh, is, is in the mix in the SEC, but so is their former coach, Mark Richt at Miami, unbelievable run. They should beat Virginia, and they should beat win at Pittsburgh to be 11 and 0, playing against probably 12 and 1, 11 and 1 Clemson. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 